0: Okay, folks, good morning. Got a little rabbit in the throat there, Um, but we are out of the starting blocks here on the Extra, and uh, the folks over at Marigolds make it special every Friday. I tell you what, they do a heck of a job, and uh, they say, let's do it every week. Free dinner, drinks, dessert for somebody in our community who is a hometown hero, and that's what we have today, folks. We have the pleasure of speaking with Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. So Lisa, tell us a little bit about um, you know what you've done uh, with the with law enforcement and how you got involved.
1: Well, um, actually, started I started out in EMS, okay, and um, then I moved over to dispatch. I, you know, I give those ladies in dispatch hands down; they are the best. It's a very, very tough job, and um, I but I decided it wasn't for me. So I moved over into law enforcement and I started out um, with El Paso County Sheriff's Office. I worked in the jail there for a few years. and then I made the um, move over to Douglas County Sheriff's Office where I am on patrol with them.
0: That's fantastic. So yeah. you know you bring up a great point about the the dispatch because they're dealing with people in such a high stress scenario and they have to be able to walk them through um, very intense situations and keep them keep them calm.
1: Yes, that was the hardest job, especially coming from, you know, off the streets with an ambulance and being able to be there in person and help them and see what happens. When you're dispatched, you don't know what happens. So, you know, you you help them through it as best as you can, and then you don't know the outcome. So it it was really tough.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we need to have some um, ladies and gentlemen on from the dispatch because we haven't had that. Um oh, yeah, sector on yet uh, of the community. and really it 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 uh, it's it's somebody who's dealing with high stress situations throughout the whole day very or throughout the stress. whole or throughout the whole night working the yes. night shift. oh, yes, wow. so um now you're with uh, with Douglas, right?
1: Yes, I absolutely love Doug- I love Douglas county. Um, they are very community oriented. Um, we get out there and interact with them every day. We have um, good partners like a Castle Rock, a Lone Tree, Parker. Um, we run with State Patrol as well. And for me, my hero is State Patrol because my husband has been with State Patrol um, over 13 and a half years. And when I've done rides with him and he's standing out out there on the freeway and the trucks go, you know, whizzing, just whizzing on by him, it's like he puts his life out there every day as well. So no, he's you- my hero. <laughs>
0: So both of you, home, hometown heroes, that's unbelievable yeah. that you both are serving the community in such a big way. And you are right. I always try to, some people just don't, they don't remember to get over it. It's such an important thing on the highway. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you got a, a police officer on the side of the road, make sure you get over, especially state yeah. patrol. It's it's so important yeah. for them. Yeah. Yeah. Last
1: night we went to dinner and we just so happened to be there when a man was choking. And um, I told my husband, "Get out, get out!" And I was pushing him out of the uh, out of the booth. And because I heard the man say he was choking, and um, I got up and I ran over to the man and the one that was helping him, sitting with him. He couldn't get it out, and he kept stumbling back and stumbling back. And I braced my arm up against him to keep him from falling. And I told my husband, "You need to be doing this." And so my husband jumped in there. And he did it. I don't know, four or five, six times. It, it was it was quite an effort um, before he was able to dislodge the food from this man. And so it just it doesn't matter. We're never off duty. We love what we do. Um, we will never hesitate, and we don't see it as we're doing anything special. It's just it's something that we love,
0: you know. And and, and, and this was and just last night.
1: Last night yeah, had old Chicago. Holy yeah. Holy
0: smokes! That's it. A-
1: it was it was a big ordeal. Something we were not expecting.
0: Wow. Well, good thing you. I mean, good thing you were there, and the, obviously the gentleman ended up being okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a story in itself. Um, yeah. Well, so tell us what you've learned. Your time um, in service so far. What are what are some of your big takeaways um, from from serving?
1: So my big for me for big takeaways is that just it's it's their emergency. You have to remember it's their emergency that you're going to and it's their possibly their worst day of their life. And whatever you can do to help them, even though it may not be, you know, a normal uh, emergency for you, it is for them. And you need to keep in mind that whether um it's something that you don't think it is or it's something major, um, it needs to be treated with respect and and try and, and help them as much as you can, you know, even if it's just a simple, you know, standing there and listening to them for a moment. Um, I have learned that talking gets you a long ways with them, you know, and and helping the situation and um, coming out with a positive outcome.
0: It's so true. I've been on ride-alongs, and we're so blessed in our community. We have such great law enforcement that they're able to de-escalate situations. They're able to talk through things with people. And uh, that's, you know, that's not a gift everyone has. You know, we're we're wow. so blessed with our law enforcement in this community.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and Douglas has been just such a great support. Um, the staff that I've had, command staff so far I've had, and my sergeants have been so supportive. So it's been great.
0: Well, that's great. We We appreciate everything you've done. And you're continuing to do, and for, what's your husband's name? Uh, Jim Helms. Jim, okay. And and big thank you to him. I mean, both of you going above and beyond. And um, the owners of Marigolds are going to reach out to you. They're going to set up time for you to come in and enjoy a nice dinner, drinks, dessert, as a thank you for um, your continued service to our community.
1: I appreciate that.
0: You got it. Okay, Lisa, you have a safe uh, weekend. And, um, you know, once again, thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay, folks, another hometown hero. Uh, that is something special. Uh, it's a great way to start the Friday. It's uplifting, right? A lot of the time we hear the news and it can get you a little down in the dumps, you know. Um, but this is, this is something special because there are, are so many amazing law enforcement, military, medical, firefighters that we're, we're so blessed in this community. It's unbelievable the amount of support we have here. And so I encourage you, you you see somebody out in uniform, you see a police officer, you see somebody in the army, go up and shake their hand and say thank you for your service. That is so uplifting when I talk to police officers, it it makes their day. And it's that type of encouragement. That's what we can do to make a difference is encourage them and tell them thank you. Uh that that goes above and beyond. Okay folks, that's it for the hometown hero. We're going to go to commercial break. Then we're back. We're talking Black History Month here on KRDO, the Extra. Okay folks, uh, another beautiful beautiful Friday here in Colorado Springs at the foothills of Pikes Peak. I tell you what, we live in a we live in a fantastic city, don't we? And uh, we got a special topic for today. Did a bunch of research, put the pen to the paper, and uh, we're talking about Black History Month, folks. That is the topic of today. So, we're going to get started here. We got uh, number one we have to recognize is Martin Luther. Um, You know, he was born on January 15th, 1929, unfortunately, passed away April 4th, 1968. Uh, He was a minister activists obviously um, involved politically and uh, one of the, the the man really when you talk about advancing civil rights this is the guy that's why we got him down for number one Nobel Peace Prize winner and, and known for his nonviolent protests um, 1963 in Birmingham uh, the famous March in Washington DC and that's where you know, you, you hear the speech, I Have a Dream, the Lincoln Memorial. I'd encourage you to listen to that speech. It's riveting. I, I listened to it the other day, and uh, what an amazing man Martin Luther King was. And uh, just, just such a, a visionary. And you know what's great is he, he did it through nonviolent ways, you know? He wasn't setting stuff on fire. He wasn't causing riots. It was peaceful protests. And I think that's what led to the success that Martin Luther King had. When I, when I analyze and I, yeah, I do the research of Martin Luther it is the peaceful protests that led to his great progress. And speaking of peaceful protests, we then talk about what Rosa Parks did. Right? She was born in February 1913, civil rights activist, and known for uh, 1955, Montgomery bus boycott. That That is another peaceful protest. Stands out in history. Rosa Parks, an amazing woman. Presidential Medal of Freedom. She passed away at the age of 92. It was October... 2005, no longer with us, but these are the heroes of the United States who forged forward in the Civil Rights Movement, and they did it in such an eloquent way. We're getting in a little bit of sports now. I'm a big sports guy. So Jesse Owens, probably one of the more notable Athletes out there, track and field, world record long jump in 1936. Berlin, you talk about going in with some adversity. You talk about having to face challenges. This is a guy right here who faced some challenges. Won four gold medals, was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal I mean, folks, you go compete in the Olympics and all will at Berlin. I mean, this guy had some guts. And, and this is what America is built on. People like Jesse Owens. That's what makes us special. It really does. And, you know, we talk about what's heroic in today's society, right? I mean, we don't have a clue. You look back over... What you know, the people I'm talking about, and we're gonna go into, you know, the second segment, I'm gonna list another seven or eight names, and we talk about what's tough and challenges. In today's world, I mean, I don't I think we're we're kind of far off the beaten path sometimes because, you know, these are these ladies and gentlemen they face some challenges and they stepped up to the plate. Right? You know, they're not overcoming, you know, what bathroom they're going to use or, you know, having to, you know, face, you know, be in a safe place. And, you know, I mean, these type of things that we look at, of, we need to go back and show the the younger generation, this is what courage is. This is what a hero of the United States looks like. It's a Jesse Owens. It's a Rosa Parks. It's a Martin Luther. King, you want to talk about challenges and forging yourself forward, you stick around. You listen to the people I'm going to talk about. These are the heroes of the United States of America. So we're going to go through Ruby Bridges, Benjamin Davis, Jack Johnson, Jackie Robinson, Muhammad Ali right Arthur Ashe man we go from boxing to tennis there you go I'm throwing it at you from a real physical sport to one that man not too physical so we're we're touching all the bases here there's a flavor for everyone if you stick around okay and uh we got uh modern day we're going to talk about some of the modern day people like Serena Williams Michael Jordan right we got some fun topics here um to cover and if you have a thought, and you go, hey, this is something I'd like to have included. Shoot me a text at 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063 as we talk about Black History Month. Such an important topic for um, our nation, right? And so we went through Martin Luther. We went through Rosa Parks, Jesse Owens, and stick around. We, we got plenty more coming at you here as we talk about some of the courageous— Men and women that help shape our beautiful country. <clears throat> All right, folks, you're here from ABC News. Then you'll be back here. Listen, to the extra. Thank you. Okay, folks, we are talking about Black History Month. Uh, I already covered Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Jesse Owens. Um, now we're talking about Ruby Bridges in 1954. She was only six years old. The first African American to attend is an elementary school located in Louisiana and um, at six years old she probably didn't know the the you know magnitude of the situation and that it would go down in history. And so um, hats off to Ruby Bridges. Um, she has a there's a foundation now. Ruby Bridges Foundation continuing to forge forward for um, civil rights and uh, you know, six years old. That just shows you. It doesn't matter the age. Then you can go the other direction too. There's plenty of people out there who are in their 90s and they are still making an impact. You're never too young. You're never too old to be the change you want to see in the world. That really is what it is um, as we talk about many of these heroes. Benjamin Davis, um, first African-American general. He served for 50 years. I mean, that's unbelievable. 50 years. Served in our military. Fought for our freedom. And he was awarded the bronze medal. And uh, he's now buried in Arlington. Um, He's commander of the 396th Infantry. General Benjamin Davis. Move on now to the early 1900s. Here, none of us were living when this happened. Well, I don't know if you're living, that's pretty special because you got to be a, what 120 years old. So, um, call in, you know, if you're 120, we'll give you some, we'll we'll treat you to free dinner at Marigold's for the rest of your life, something special like that. If you're 120 and you're still sticking around, that'd be, that'd be pretty good. Uh, anyway. Jack Johnson, 1910, boxing match. He defeated undefeated at the time. Okay, Jones Jeffrey, Jeffries. Excuse me, Jones Jeffries was undefeated, and Jack Johnson came in, knocked him out in the fifteenth round. Said, "Sorry about your undefeated record. Smell you later." Knocked him right out. 1910. Some say it's the boxing match of the century, folks. <laughs> Hats off to Jack Johnson. And now one of my favorites because I'm, I love baseball. I'm a huge baseball fan because the Rockies are doing so well. That's why I'm such a huge baseball fan. We got one of the best baseball teams in the United States here in Colorado. Just kidding. Um, they got to step it up there. They got to figure it out. If you're a baseball fan, it's pretty depressing to see the the quality they're putting out on the field. Coors Coors uh Coors field. But anyway, let's not go We're we're working on uplifting messages today. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Um Jackie Robinson. That's it, folks. If you haven't seen the movie 42, go watch it. It's a great family movie. Bring the kids. Get some popcorn. Watch Forty Two. That will show you what a true hero looks like. Jackie Robinson was born in nineteen nineteen. Um, second baseman. Nineteen. He was he he lived till nineteen seventy two. He's second baseman. You know, for the Dodgers, one of the best second basemen, arguably all time. In major in Major League Baseball. All-time best second baseman. In the Hall of Fame, obviously. And in 1947, he became the first African American in Major League Baseball. Before they had the Negro Leagues and they were separated out. And Jackie Robinson forged forward. That movie does a great job describing the challenges he faced, not only himself, but his family, and the threats he had, but he persevered, persevered. 1949, he was uh, the MVP of the National League and helped the Dodgers win. In 1955, the World Series, and he was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1962. Jackie Robinson, that's one of my favorites on the list here today. Uh, what do we have? We have about five or six left. So stick with us. We'll quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. What a great commercial! I mean, hats off to the folks at Hillsdale who put that together. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What a great intro. Back into the topic we're talking about today. And that's really what these heroes were pushing for. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Um, I can say I've actually taken a few classes at Hillsdale. Um, They're free. You can go onto their website and you can take some free classes. I was just doing the history of the United States and kind of brushing up on some knowledge. Um, But they're great you know it's fantastic the information they put out. So check out their website. Uh, I'm glad to see that they're running a um, commercial here because that's new. I haven't heard that one before. Got me paying attention, keeping me on my toes. Uh, hats off to Hillsdale. They're in Michigan, by the way. So uh, you know, even more power to them dealing with that Midwest winter. Okay, we're back. We talked about Jackie Robinson, Jack Johnson, Benjamin Davis. Ruby Bridges, Jesse Owens, Rosa Park, Martin Luther King, and now we, and Jackie Robinson's, I almost have to touch on him again, because I think it's because I've watched that movie 42, and it really encapsulates what he was going through, what the nation was going through at that time, and... He had unbelievable determination. And he didn't, I would say, he falls in the line as well with Martin Luther King, nonviolent, let his game do the talking. The way he performed on the baseball field, the way he turned the other cheek, so biblical in the fact that he would have things thrown at him, things said, and he would not respond back. That takes character. That takes some really strong character. And Jackie Robinson, I'm what he did for Major League Baseball, what he did for African Americans, I mean... Inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1962, winning a World Series. You can't say enough about Jackie Robinson. You just can't. And the fact that he's, I will say, the best second baseman to ever play the game of baseball. I mean, what's fun is you can go on YouTube and look him up. You can see some of the plays this guy made. And, I mean, he's so agile and the ability to turn two. I mean, the the double plays that Jackie Robinson would put together – Fun stuff. And they didn't have this shift back then. There was no shift. There was no, you know, all the stuff they have in today's game. all the data analytics, the dart fish they do. And, I mean, this guy played some ball. You know? So, watch 42. It's a great movie. And uh, this type of movie you need to expose to, to your kids. It's so important. We move on now. Muhammad Ali. If you haven't heard of him, I don't know. You got to wake up. This is the guy here. Heavyweight champ. 1964, 1974, 1978. Beating the likes of Joe Frazier, George Foreman in 1974. This guy was unbelievable. Unbelievable. What an athlete. What he did for boxing. What he did as a move to civil rights. I mean, this this is a guy who goes down history. They all do. But Muhammad Ali, that's a name everybody knows. And there's a reason for that, right? So we move on to the next is Arthur Ashe. And some of you may not know who Arthur Ashe is, actually. You know, some people, you know, the tennis, I'll say, sport doesn't get as much notoriety, right, Um, as maybe a football, as a boxing, as a basketball. It just doesn't, right? But Arthur Ashe, if you've been to the U.S. Open, that's why they got the court named after him there, the center court, Arthur Ashe court. Only African-American to win the U.S. Open. He also won the Australian Open. He won Wimbledon, and what he did for inner city tennis, the foundations, the money he gave, the time and energy to the game, to kids who weren't given the opportunity to compete, he made it available for them. In a sport like tennis, you know... I wouldn't say it's like the most expensive sport, it's not like hockey, but there's some expenses involved. And to say, hey, we're going to provide the shoes, the racket, we're going to provide the facilities, and we're going to make sure you got a chance to play what was his favorite sport and what he was so successful at, tennis. And so if you go to the U.S. Open, you'll see Arthur Ashe there, very big deal, what he did. For the African-American community and for the sport of tennis, it's it's hands down. I mean, it is one of the greatest players, you know, for the game, right? I mean, people say, well, McEnroe good. He got a lot of attention to the game and, uh, you know, McEnroe was a more of a comedy show out there, right? The guy was, he was a good player, but he was a nut. You know, screaming at people, the profanity he used, the disrespect. You know, it gets attention to the game. Look at John Daly. It gets attention to the game of golf. People like that stuff. They eat it up. But when you really look at it, and you compare it likes of Arthur Ashe to a McEnroe, who do you want your kids watching? Who do you want know, your kids setting an example, right? Who's the example you want? You want Arthur Ashe? Or you want Johnny Mac? I hope it'd be Arthur Ashe. You know, uh, that, that those are the examples that we need for the youth. Modern day, you know, I, I just I picked up three here because the list could go on and on and on and on. But sticking with the sport of tennis, Serena Williams, folks, come on. Serena, I mean, the Williams sisters all together, they changed the sport. You want to talk about talent, some talent there. 23 Grand Slams, 24 Doubles Grand Slams, Career Grand Slams, Gold Medals. I mean, think about that, folks. 23 Singles Grand Slams and 24 Doubles Grand Slams. It's untouchable. One of the best ladies to play the sport. And what she's done, following the likes of Arthur Ashe, the community, the foundations, the accessibility to the game that she has provided, awesome. Awesome for Arthur Ashe, right? And sticking with the country club sports here, we'll move on. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, you you know, I know he's had his mishaps in his private life and stuff. That's obvious. But you can't when you look at it in between the fairway, right? On on the course, one of the best golfers of all time. What he's done for the game is unmatched. You gotta and you almost in today's world you do have to separate a little bit the personal life and what they've done on the field or or done on the course because Yes, Tiger Woods has done some things that are not good at all, and you wouldn't want your kids having him. You know, it wouldn't be an example, right? But for the if you look at strictly the game of golf, he's done a heck of a job for the sport, folks. You cannot argue that. Basketball, obviously, Michael Jordan, five MVPs, two-time gold medalist, six NBA championships. And you know what's so great? I'm watching the Tom Brady uh, man in the arena, and you forget he lost three Super Bowls. You forget that, and you look at Michael Jordan, 28 game-winning shots, but he had 26 game-losing shots. 26 times he had the ball and he lost the game. No one, I mean, no one remembers that. Isn't that insane? No one remembers that Brady lost. Three Super Bowls. People remember the greatness, and there's failure along the ways. But it is the lists of people I covered today are the ones who had the courage, the bravery to say, this is the change I want to see in the world, and I'm going to make it happen. God bless those people. We live in an unbelievable country because of many of the people I covered today on this list. Okay, folks, that's all we have for you on The Extra. You have Tom Martino joining you next.